Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant. Welcome to another edition of Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show, where I'm taking you back to where it all began. Now, on this episode, I have a special guest, Tim Archer of the Archers, and we'll be hearing from Tim about all the rich history and legacy that the group had over the years. Let's get started. I asked Tim how the Archers got started to begin with, way back in the mid to late 60s. This is Full Circle. I think the original Archers music in the early days derived from our youth outreaches from my dad's church. Steve and I started the Archers together. We, we were singing with my older brother in his evangelistic uh, meetings, and we had what we called the Archer Brothers. Uh, we wanted to be relevant to the kids in the community, and we would go out and do outreaches. We would invite everybody to a concert at the church as well. So we went out to them and then invited them to come to a concert at the church. And so this young man who was... Uh, who gave his life to Christ in one of our outreaches, had come to the church and gave his life to Christ at one of the uh, concerts there. Billy Masters was his name. He ended up coming back and he played the guitar. He'd been into drugs and music and stuff. And his life was so transformed, uh, he started playing guitar with us. And so it was uh, fantastic to see that transformation. And he was a uh, uh, one of those guys you would almost think you had met an angel unaware. He was <laughs> a very special young man. And then he became a part of the Archers uh, and wrote some of our big songs like Fresh Surrender, etc. So, to start off the show, here's one of those early songs that Billy Masters wrote called God's Love, which was also one of the first songs that the group recorded. God's Love, The Archers. Love you. Look everyone. 
one thing so we could have control. A new command that I give unto you, love everyone as I have loved you. Well, that, that actually happens to be my wife Cynthia's favorite song, is God's Love. She loves that song. It was a peppy, fun little tune that Billy wrote. Billy Masters wrote that song as well. I think that was one of the first songs he ever wrote after his life was transformed. Uh, that, that's just a peppy, fun, it's just, it's just a cool song. It's happy. It's a happy song. This is Full Circle with Jerry Bryant, and I've been spending time with Tim Archer from The Archers. And in this next segment, Tim fills me in on how the long relationship with Andre Crouch began and how they got their first recording contract. Uh, my brother Gary, who is the oldest boy in our family, we have four boys and a girl, Janice is the youngest, and he, had, he and his partner, Bill, had a, a music called Southern California Gospel Enterprises and they booked Andre so that's how we met Andre we would go and visit with him and when he was in to talk to them and stuff and he had a room where he would write in their offices and so he had helped us make our first what we back then called a 45 that was two songs and then from that we were able to raise enough money to do an album an independent record he helped us get a studio on Sunset Boulevard and the engineer and the players he had uh, there were some Vegas club guys that were traveling that he had led to the Lord they had become Christians and that became our band that tracked that first album so they they just helped us you know in every way they could they you know he was just took us under his wing uh, I remember going into that office he had we asked him if we could do a couple of his songs and he said, well, I've got one. It was called It Won't Be Long. And it won't be long. Really beautiful song that was on our first record. So he let us do that. And then he said, well, I got this one. He said, I've been working on it. I said, I need to finish the, the second verse. It was called Jesus is the Answer. So Steve and I sat with him in the office while he finished that second verse. 
so we could go down to the studio and record it. He let us record that song. That was our first hit before he ever did. You know, those early days were just so magical and so innocent. And so what's going to happen next? We were doing a concert in Bakersfield, California with Andre Crouch and Larry Norman. And we were just this new band that made this little independent record. Andre invited us to come and the promoters invited us to be a part of the gig. Well, this guy from Nashville, Bob McKenzie, shows up at that event in Bakersfield, California. He's also the guy who discovered the Gaithers, uh, Don Francisco, Bob and Jane Farrell. He was kind of the first real, I would say, music mogul of the time for contemporary Christian. He was a terrific guy. He's passed on. But he sees us and likes us. He comes back to our table and we have our independent record there. And... He uh, buys a record, says, uh, you guys were great. We get a call a week later, and Benson wants to buy the record and sign us to a record deal. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other Jesus is the way Jesus is the answer For the world today Above him there's no other Jesus is the way Jesus is the answer For the world today Above him there's no other if there are some questions in the corners of your mind Traces of discouragement, peace you cannot find Reflections of your past seem to face you every day This one thing I know for sure, Jesus is the way Oh, 
The Archers on Full Circle with the classic Jesus is the Answer, written by their good friend, the late Andre Crouch. It was originally released on their independent custom LP called Any Day Now. And then when they signed to Benson Records, they re-released it with a different cover and renamed it simply The Archers. You know, I've been doing a Jesus Music Radio show for a long time now, starting back in 1972 with a show called Jesus Solid Rock, which was broadcast each week on over 100 radio stations around the country. And that was before the Internet, because today the Full Circle Jesus Music Radio show is heard around the world. Each episode features classic Jesus music from the early 70s and 80s, timeless songs that help birth today's CCM. Do you want to find out more? Head over to my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Give a listen to many of the early episodes in the archives. Check out the pictures, the list of our affiliates, and if you'd be so kind as to give financial support for this ministry, go to the donate button up on the top right of the page. Your gift is tax-deductible. Thanks. Hello, everyone. This is Tim Archer from The Archers, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Classic Jesus music, looking back to where it all began. This is Jerry Bryant, and I'm so fortunate to have the opportunity really to reconnect with some of the artists who were the trailblazers of what would become today's contemporary Christian music. You see, the music was born out of a desire to share with others the love of Jesus and tell them who may not have heard all about him. Now, the archers were there in the beginning of the Jesus movement, and so I asked Tim about that time and his earliest memories of Jesus music. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. I think originally it was Ralph Carmichael, uh, the Continentals, the Spurlows. Uh, then it became um, uh, Calvary Chapel and that whole uh, revolutionary movement that happened really at Calvary, that what they became a national Jesus movement. Um, they were baptized people in the ocean there and, and thousands of thousands. Out of that came Love Song and The Way and all these groups. Uh, Debbie and Ernie Rotino, all these people. and. Michelle Pilar and people like that. We we lived in Orange County at this time. And then the Andre concerts were really special. It was like going to a, a community revival. I mean, it was it was Andre Crouch and the Disciples, the original group. Expo, then in 1972, Expo 72 in Dallas was also a huge pivotal um, part of the movement. And uh, that's where really things really kicked into gear. There was a gentleman by the name of Charlie McFeeters out of Denver. We used to go do ministry, like the minister on the streets and do concerts with him in, in Colorado. And then he would come to LA. And he was a, a kind of a real groundbreaking kind of guy in a regional way. The first Baptist in, uh, in uh, Sherman Oaks was a, did a lot of contemporary concerts with the Continentals, the Burlows, Ralph Carmichael. There was a lot of youth 
uh, music activity going on with that. Now, my earliest memories are uh, are really with the real Jesus movement. It has to do with Larry Norman, Love Song, and that whole uh, Calvary Chapel uh, vein of things. That was these guys. Uh, I remember Chuck saying that one of their players ended up. They were supposed to play for Chuck because they just gotten saved. And they were supposed to play at a service and they they had to wait because one of the guys had to get out of jail so he could come play drums. And that's how fresh and just completely uh, revolutionary this was. This was coming out of the hippie movement. This thing that happened in, in LA was, happened on the East Coast too, but uh, this, this thing that happened, I saw it, you know, up close and personal, it was amazing. In fact, we used to go play at Calvary Chapel and uh, it was just a joy. And, and they also developed a bookstore they called Maranatha Village. And Maranatha Music came out of that. It was just, uh, it was just fabulous. I mean, it was. It was so fresh and new and innocent. And it was like a, uh, a move of God. It was literally a force. You know what I mean? It was just, a, I'd never seen anything quite like it. I was there, and I can confirm that one of the messages that the archers wanted to convey in their music was that real truth, peace, and joy could only be found in Jesus. From their second album entitled, Keep Singing the Love Song, here's Truth, Peace, and Joy on Full Circle. like to tell you if I can in simple words just what you Peace to me. Peace to me. 
song was written by Nancy. Now, Nancy Short was our first female singer before my sister. She did three albums with us. Well, Na- Nancy back then was kind of the Karen Carpenter of Christian music. She had this fabulous, beautiful tenor in her voice and this soft, kind of a Karen Carpenter feel. She sung with Steve and I like she was our sister. She was like, the sibling harmony was just unbelievable with her. We met her, this little story on that, and I'll talk about that song. We went to see Barry McGuire in Fresno, California at a coffee house. Back then, they had these Christian coffee houses where people would come play and their new music. And so we went to see Barry. And there was this little girl named Nancy, this dark-headed girl, was opening for him. And Steve and I were just completely struck by her. Just She was just so good, so authentic and, and perfect. And we just went... We got to talk to her because <laughs> we were looking for harmonies. We had had a guy singer before on the Archer Brothers kind of thing, like the original Archers, but we wanted the trio with a female voice. And we went and talked to her, and immediately she became an Archer. And she's a significant part of our career because those first three albums put us on the map. And she wrote this song, and this was one of her first song she pinned for the archers truth peace and joy it's a real a lovely song truth peace and joy the archers now in my discussion i ask my special guest tim archer what jesus music influenced and impacted him the most and here was his response but i'd say the music that affected me the most would probably be andre crouch uh and larry norman uh, I remember when I booked Larry at, at our uh, elementary school in Palmdale, California, uh, there in the high desert, to do an outreach for the community. And he came in to sing, and I heard his record. Somebody, you know, tipped me off. And I think that impacted me greatly because he was so authentic and so bold. We got to know him later. We did Expo with him and all the people at the Expo in Dallas in 72. But that's uh, my greatest memory of impact with Larry and Andre, I, I think, in the early kind of contemporary music like that. You know, I just can't get enough of the Archers. So how about one more spin from an album called Second Time Around? The Archers and I Need You on Full Circle.
say it all. Lord, I need you. Another great song from Billy Masters. The Archers on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. This is Jerry Bryant. And as others had an impact on the group, so did the Archers have an impact on others. And one young lady by the name of Kelly Willard was greatly influenced by them as you'll hear Tim talk about next. Uh, Nancy played piano in the very beginning, our first female singer, Nancy Short. But she played piano, and we needed a piano player because Nancy, we wanted the trio vocals, and it was hard for her to do both. She wasn't a real accomplished keyboard player, but she did you know, well enough. Well, I got a call one day from Bob McKenzie from Nashville. He said, Tim, I got this little gal out here. Her name's Kelly. I think she was 15 or 16 years old. He said, She's terrific. She's really going to be special. Would you guys like her to play keyboards for you and join the band? And I forget how we all that worked out. And I said, well, we sure are interested in that because we need a keyboard player. And that's how Kelly became an archer. And that was our original full complement of a band. We had drums, Billy on guitar. Um, we had Jake on bass and Kelly on keyboards. 
and she played with us for a couple of years. We had a blast in those early days. Kelly was a unique, beautiful, um, just a very creative, but also just a fun, laid-back, loving human being. And we just had a ball with her. But she played for us, she began to write, and then I think she went on to be with a group called Seth out of Oklahoma with uh, those guys. But uh, she was a delight, and that's how we know Kelly. And as many of you know, Kelly Willard went on to a solo career. But in 1975, she was just starting out on her own. And you can hear the rest of her story as she was my special guest on episode number 220 at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Go check it out. Full Circle. Full Circle. Hi, this is Tim Archer from The Archers, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant, my good friend, the classic Jesus music radio show, taking a look back to where it all began. This is Jerry Bryant, and my special guest on this episode is Tim Archer. Now, 1975 and 1976 were years of transition for the group, as they went from the Benson Records label to Light Records, and Billy Masters and Nancy Short left the group, and little sister Janice joined the group. In a genre known for a lower budget when it came to recording production, the Archers were heralded for creating well-produced albums. They used top studio musicians in both their touring and recording bands, which included some of the best in West Coast recording history. Now, this excellence was propelled by the master himself, Ralph Carmichael, and the Light Records production team. You see, it started with the group's 1975 album, Things We Deeply Feel, and it continued with probably my favorite album in 1977, Fresh Surrender. And that album spawned seven Christian radio singles, one of which is the title track, which landed in the number seven spot in the charts for a total of 27 weeks and was nominated for a Dove Award that same year. Looking back to 1977, Tim, Steve, and Janice Archer, Fresh Surrender.
yes I do Circle. One of the songs that is probably off the most beloved Archer record there is, which is called Fresh Surrender. And that song probably is my favorite song. Uh, Larry Mohoborak was a ranger and co-producer on that song who was used to be Elvis Presley's band leader and he became a big studio guy in LA. And we had the privilege to get to work with him on this record and on Fresh Surrender and on a record called Stand Up, which was the next record. And Larry Mohoborak did such an amazing arrangement on that song. It's almost like perfect. And so that's a duet with Steve and I. And we do harmonies, unison, and I do the solos in that song. But um, I would say that's my favorite song outside of the song that I wrote, which has kind of become a classic, which is picking up the pieces of my life. I wrote that song about you know, three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I was a young man who was starting to experience some exposure and fame and I was a little confused, didn't know what to do with myself. I felt like that I, my life was kind of scattered and I was young and, and, and I just woke up one morning, I had a, a brand new little studio, Yamaha piano, and I just sit down and I started singing that song. It just came from, you know, from uh, God and that's the way I feel anyway. And uh, it became a, a real favorite in CCM. One of the, in fact, at one time, I think it sold more tracks than, you know, background tracks than any other song. But uh, that was probably be my other favorite because that's a personal song. And it was prophetic for me because he's still picking up the pieces of my life today. But you know, life will throw some things at you. And one of the biggest things was we were actually supposed to do a tour in 2013 with Andre and Evie and uh, Randy Stonehill and Michael Marion. Uh, called the One Way Tour. So I went to get a physical uh, prior to this tour happening. The tour never happens, but I went to get a physical. It shows you kind of how the God works in mysterious ways. And I had a tremendous doctor in town, and um, he's doing the, ah, let me look in your mouth, and you know, do the tongue with the little sick. And he goes, ah, he, he goes, what's that? And I said, what? And he said, that little thing there on your gum. And I said, well, I think it's an abscess. I thought it was just an abscess, something that hurt for a little while there on my gum. And he just says, well, Tim, I don't like the looks of that. He 
He said, I'm going to send you over to uh, ET, Dr. Mallory, and let him check you out. Well, I went over there that day, and he biopsied, and it was cancer. It was all cancer. Well, they can't do chemo on all cancer in the mouth, in this, this particular uh, area. So he sent me up to a great hospital and one of the top uh, oral surgeons in, in the country. And normally you have to have a tracheotomy and a graft and all kinds of stuff when you do this kind of surgery. Because they have to go in within the floor of my mouth and they have to go in and get it out. Have to take a little bit of my tongue to get all of it. And they also have to, to cut and do take your lymph nodes out on that side because it was on one side. And there was cancer in one lymph node. So that was a brilliant move. But Dr. Uh, Sonard, my doctor said, he didn't want to do the tracheotomy and the graft because he said he saw I could still sing. And so he didn't want me to not be able to sing. So he said, if you'll trust me, I I'll take care of this. I'll just take care of you. So he went in and got that cancer out. And I've been cancer free for four years as of July. So uh, I'm a cancer survivor and I actually sing better than I did before the surgery because I have more resonance. So I'm very blessed and I'm very thankful. Picking up the pieces of my life Bringing new releases Just in time Just in time And just when I'm exhausted All the ways to bring it all together He's picking up the pieces of my life What is this desire? It seems we always have We want to do things our own But when it comes to our human failures And we can't admit we were wrong He's right there Picking up the pieces Of our lives Picking up the pieces Of my life Bringing new Looking back on my yesterday My life was scattered in so many ways And I tried so very, very, very hard To fit the puzzle into place Now I see your loving hands They are reaching out to me Of my life oh, 
Archers on Full Circle with Picking Up the Pieces from their 1979 album, Stand Up. The song hit the number 11 spot in the charts on November 5th of 1979 for a total of 25 weeks. Now in 1980, the group came out with a live album called Celebrate Live. It was recorded at the Melody Land Christian Center one of the first megachurches in Anaheim, California. This project served as a way to close out their contract with Light Records so that they could move forward in another direction with MCA Songbird label. This would give them a larger audience as it was a joint venture with a secular record company and a Christian record company. In fact, after the first album was recorded for the label, they performed on the Grammy Awards with the late Andre Crouch Reba Rambo and B.J. Thomas. And here's Tim to tell us more about that album that was released with the title called Spreading Like Wildfire. Yeah, Donnie McGuire um, co-produced that record with us. And Reba helped write. We, we did some writing and co-producing together. Um, and Donnie brought us that song uh, from one of their catalog of writers. And we just loved it. And at that time, it seemed like this Christian music was spreading like wildfire. Uh, we had just signed with MCA Songbird. It was a, a big deal, and they had big plans for us. Um, Chris Christian was a part of that. He was one, He's a legendary music executive. That was a wonderful place to sign. They were terrific, and they really cared about our music and wanted to tell the world about Christian music. Sing the song, do the word and pass it on. While the 
As you know, things come and things go. There's been times I've wondered at Full Circle continue with this radio ministry, but, well, the assignment hasn't changed. And so we keep putting out episode after episode reminding you of the early days of Jesus music. And you're a big part of supporting us. When you send in your financial support and when you pray for the ministry, we continue on with this vision that God gave us so long ago. Here's how you can get in touch with us. Go to www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. So keep the music playing. Your generous gift, whether one time or on a monthly basis, is so greatly appreciated. Simply go to the top of the webpage and you'll see the word donate. And if you push that button, it'll take your donation and you will receive a tax-exempt receipt. Once again, that website is www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Hi, this is Tim Archer from The Archers, and you're listening to the very best of classic Christian music with Jerry Bryant. This is Jerry Bryant, and my special guest on this episode is Tim Archer from The Archers. 
who recalls how the group re-signed with Light Records and released one more album with them. It would be their last album in the 80s called All Systems Are Go. This album also landed the Archers their first TV show of the same name on the Trinity Broadcasting Network. The album also scored their biggest hit on Christian radio with the song Heaven in Your Eyes. And here's Tim Archer to tell us more about that track. That's a duet between me and my sister Jess. And I have that's a real special place in my heart because I think we both really felt that song. Well, I think that year it was the number two song in Christian music that year. But Janice and I got to do that together and it just fit, it just worked. And I can tell you about that record. Um, those those outfits on that record cover, those 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 were not cheap. Uh, the the All Systems Are Ghost song, which is the title cut, um, has the initial that song starts out with a NASA launch. Now the guy that that co-produced that record with me and Steve, his name is Skip Conte. His nickname or his stage name was The Wizard. And he was the keyboard player for Three Dog Night, uh, an old group back in the 70s, a very famous group. Well, he'd become a believer and he was in in, uh, Orange County in LA area. And we got acquainted. And we started kind of dreaming about this record. And we had a kid, young kid by the name of John Schreiner in our group. And he was like the keys guy, played the extra keyboards in our group. And we got him from the Steve Miller band. Uh, it was a very kind of just, okay, let's see where we're going here. And it, it was an 80s record. And it was a heavy synthesizers. Uh, Shriner did most of that. We had a blast. And All Systems Go, by the way, is one is probably my favorite upbeat song the Archers ever did. That's Bob Soma playing that lead guitar on that solo. And... That's a that's a cool record. That's kind of uh, that's kind of hip now. So some young people like that record today. Looking back to 1984, The Archers, Heaven in Your Eyes. Will they find to mend up their broken hearts and free their troubled minds? Let the world see heaven in your eyes. Show them love that they can't deny.
Archers on Full Circle with Heaven in Your Eyes. The biggest hit for the group as it landed in the number two spot in the charts on April 26th of 1985 for a total of 13 weeks. This is Jerry Bryant and well I'd really like to thank Tim Archer for coming on the show. And if you'd like to find out more about the Archer's music, how you can get hold of some of those classic recordings, well just go to his website at www.timarchermusic.com. That's timarchermusic.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circles recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.